listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Alive Again on Pet Life Radio. My name is Brent Atwater and I'm your host. And you say, why do I get to be your host? Well, I'm considered the world's authority on pet reincarnation. And we like to answer your questions about your pet. Can he come back? Is he back from the dead? And all sorts of questions like that. Now, although I tease about this, I don't take it lightly. For almost 20 years now, I've devoted my life to researching animal life after death and pet reincarnation. I've written four books, which you can find at www.justplainlovebooks.com. We also have videos on YouTube called Return from Rainbow Bridge, and we have it in multiple languages because we want to help heal hearts all over the world. Right now, I think they're eight up and they're soon to be 12. We also have a page on Facebook called Return from Rainbow Bridge that has the poems. So if you want to print out your poem because your pet's reincarnating, you can go to www.justplainlovebooks.com or you can go to our page on Facebook, Return from Rainbow Bridge, and you'll see all the poems in all the languages and pass it to anyone that you feel it would help their heart. Now, a lot of people always say, do humans come back as pets? And you go, what? And they want to know, well, you know, that pet acts like grandma or it acts like my ex-husband or can't be my old boyfriend, can it? I know he died, but he sure isn't here in this chihuahua. So that's what we're going to discuss today. Can your pet be a human who's passed? We're going to go to our sponsors and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. X-Power is a global brand that offers a complete line of stand dryers, cage dryers, and multiple blasters that cater to both home and professional groomers. Designed to be quiet, lightweight, and powerful, X-Power pet dryers will save you time, energy, and money. The X-Power B2 Pro at Home Dryer is the perfect gift for family and friends. Please check out our specials at ViperPet.com and Amazon.com. For more information, visit xpower.ws or call 855-855-8868. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. First of all, let's talk about reincarnation and what is reincarnation. Well, reincarnation is really a simple concept. And we're going to really make this simple, so work with me out there if this is the first of our podcasts that you've heard. And by the way, we're everywhere. Pet Life Radio is the number one 
pet radio station in the world. So you can find us. You can listen to us. There are archives. Go to our page. We're everywhere. So you'll never miss this information. And if you have a question, send your question to Brent at PetLifeRadio.com. All right. Let's go back and determine what reincarnation is. Reincarnation is really a simple concept. It's changing from one life form to another. And energy never changes, but the physical form around it does. And here's just a really simple little thing. If you boil water, what do you get? Steam. And if you freeze steam, what does it become? Ice crystals. And if you melt ice crystals, what does that become? Water. So basically, the never-ending energy cycle of water stays the same. The energy is there in water. The energy is there in steam. The energy is there in ice crystals. And then the energy is there when you melt it back to water. So just the physical form changes. And that's important to know because love and life force energy is never changing. It's the physical form that changes. Now, here's something that I think is pretty interesting. Did you know that the human body is made up of 75% water? How about that? And a cat's body is made up of 60% water. And then according to the ASPCA, a dog's body weight is made up of 80% water. So water, steam, energy changes. Now, (laughs) so if you think a pet has left his original body, we always believe that his energy and life force energy, which we call that love, that original form, is at the rainbow bridge in steam form. But unlike the unfinished story of, well, my pet's at rainbow bridge and I have to die to go meet him, we believe differently. We believe in return from rainbow bridge, which is why we have the poems in multiple languages and the videos, and they're really good. They do help heal your heart in multiple languages. And we're going to talk about that return from Rainbow Bridge today. When you think about it, you have to understand that for 6,000 plus years, now get that part, 6,000 plus years, back in the Egyptian times, people believed in reincarnation. And reincarnation is embraced by the Buddhists, the Hindu, the Indians, the Taoists, and the yogics, and they were even Socrates and Plato embraced reincarnations. So, simply put, to believe in reincarnation means that you believe a soul's life force energy lives in a physical form, which is a body, and that body, when it dies, because you rent it while you're living in it, and then it dies, and then your soul goes back into all there is, and then your soul comes back into another physical body. Well, A lot of people believe that animal reincarnation is a process called transmigration. And the reason we're addressing transmigration is because the yogics believe that an animal must transmute or transmigrate or change physical forms from everything down for a cell to evolve into a human form. Now, the reason I'm giving you all this background is so we can discuss, can a human come back as an animal? Because it's necessary to understand the progression that we're looking at. And what's important is, in the yogic view, 
that progression is a cell becomes a flower, a flower becomes a tree, a tree becomes a mountain, a mountain becomes a rock, a rock becomes an animal, an animal becomes a giraffe, a giraffe becomes an elephant, an elephant becomes a bear, a bear becomes and on and on until that little bitty cell's life force energy changes into a human. And according to transmigration and vibrational ascension and vibrational energy, the human form is the highest form on earth of an energy level that is inhabited. And that's really important to understand. The human form is considered the highest vibrational level on earth. Now, there are websites and there are whole educational medical sites about vibrational medicine. Now, what does this have to do with anything? What it has to do with is, did you know that every organ in your body has a specific vibrational energy? Your liver has a frequency. Your lungs have a frequency. Your heart has a frequency. And if you go on websites, I believe it's called vibrationalmedicine.com, you can actually look at the organs in your body and you can see the vibrational frequency that that organ has. Now, why is that important? Well, it's important because when the man does an MRI of you or a CAT scan or a MUGA or a PET scan, they tune the machine. The magnetic resonance imaging machine, MRI, into the vibrational frequency and set it of the organ that they are looking at or x-raying or taking images of. So, if you had a liver and a liver frequency is 60 megahertz, then the MRI technician sets the MRI at 60 megahertz so that it examines just the liver. And so, you are always wonder, well, how do it know to go so deep or how does it know to stay on your shoulder or how does it know to stay at your skin? How the MRI knows or the CAT scan or any of those machines know is because the technician sets the energy frequency that it's looking for of the organ or the skin or the bone that determines the depth the machine will send its beam down to find. And that's how you take an MRI. And that's why they can be, if the technician is not very precise, can be misled or misread because the technician didn't read it correctly or didn't set the machine. And you can also find a place on the internet where it shows the MRI's accuracy for each organ. How about that? And that MRI accuracy uh, can be 70% for your liver and 80% for your lungs and 90% for your heart and 3% for your bladder. But it shows how the frequency resonates with the energy frequency of your various organs and how much there can be a difference. And that difference determines the accuracy of the reading. So when we talk about the yogics who believe that you've gone from a plant to a human, you need to understand that the human is the highest electromagnetic vibrational form out there. Yay, we're at top of the chain. So now we're going to look at pets. And it's really important when you look at pets to think about this in electromagnetic frequencies, okay? When you look at it as an electromagnetic frequency, an animal has a lower frequency. It doesn't make them a lower being. It doesn't make them a lesser being. And a lot of people go, well, how do you know it is? 
It's simply a matter of organs. It's simply a matter of electromagnetics. Anyone who's doing a reading on an animal or a human has to reach a certain frequency to be able to communicate with that animal. And now I look inside the body of an animal or I can look inside the body of a human and I'm one of the few people on earth who can do that. But in order to do that, I have to look at specific frequencies. I can also see frequencies into the future so that if you have cancer today, I can look and go into the future and determine if you will have cancer and where it will be in your body in the future and how far out, two years, one year, whatever. I can also do that with animals, and I use that ability to look inside an animal's body. First, we go to the left and we look at its past which means I look at its energy frequency into past lives and I actually see it and can describe, well, there's Fluffy when you were in the Egyptian time period and he was a black cat and oops, there's Fluffy again as a brown cur dog or, you know, hound dog with you when you were a cowboy in the West and whoops, there's Fluffy as a white Maltese with you in uh, the Medici area in Italian Renaissance. So when you look and can see life force energy, you're looking at an actual image of the energy in their old past physical forms. Now, you're saying, what does this have to do with anything? Well, we're working up to that, so bear with me. Now, when you look at an animal and inside an animal body at death, you look at all the organs. And when I look at all the organs, they show me, I look at literally a lung or an intestine or a heart, and I can determine what caused the death of that animal. And you're going, okay, but how does this still mean does a human come back as an animal? Well, I'm getting there. When you look at that, you see various frequencies in the body. And these frequencies are a lower frequency simply because animals do tend to be small. And you'll say, well, children are small too. Well, the vibrational frequency of an animal is a lower range. What does that mean? To stay healthy, a human body, and this is all human bodies, has to resonate between 68 to 72 megahertz to stay healthy. Let's say that again. A human has to resonate between 68 to 72 megahertz. That means his little cells shimmer or vibrate at 68 to 72 megahertz. And that means the organs in his body is healthy. If you lower, if you start going down and your body is like the cells in your body are vibrating at around 40 some megahertz, you're going to be sick. And that's why you want to stay well. Think of it this way. When you see a fan and a fan is like really spinning, I mean, just like burning it, spinning, you can't put a straw in there because it will just chop it to death. Well, if your body as a human body is resonating between 68 and 72 megahertz and you try to put a disease, a disorder or a health issue inside that energy frequency, it can't get in. That's why you stay healthy. Now, if you slow that fan down to 40 megahertz and it's just sort of going buzz, buzz, you can stuff a disease or a disorder into that and it'll, you know, bump up the fan a lot, but it'll also make the fan sick and have health issues or it, and that's why your body will be sick and have health issues. So the frequency of a human body that is healthy 
is really important to remember in this equation of does a human come back as a pet. Now, a pet's body operates at a different frequency range, and when it gets sick, it goes down to a lower range. Where are we going with this you're saying about this time? Well, let's take a break from our sponsor. We'll come right back, and we'll tell you. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We're back. And we're discussing today, is your pet actually a human that used to be and now is leasing a pet's body? Now, a lot of people want to know, can a pet become a human? In the first half of the show, we discussed transmigration. And a lot of people in the yogic belief do believe that a pet can become a human. So much so that they have even designated the fact that they believe it takes 8.4 million lifetimes for a soul to evolve from a single cell up to human being. And that's in the yogic view. And the yogics believe that in the transmigration system, an animal and your pet will eventually evolve to a human. And when I'm saying all this, we want you to take what resonates with your heart. What I believe is that a cell probably can evolve, but due to the electromagnetics of it, I hold to the belief 
more that a pet's evolution is up to a certain point and that humans are on a different evolution scale and they don't mix. Now, in the yogic view, it is a mix. It's simply up the ladder. And even in the yogic view, they'll say that people who evolved and didn't learn enough lesson will have beast-like qualities if they evolve from an animal form into a human form too soon. So um, that's how they explain, you know, people who may be a little bit immature or have animal-like qualities. You know, you might say, oh, that person's just really ugly, sort of beastly. Well, what they're really saying is in the yogic transmigration view, that little animal skips some steps to growing and evolving between his soul as a pet and his soul as a human. And therefore, he got to the human form just a little too quick without the learning. On the other hand, those of us who believe that pets continuously evolve in the same, and here's the key word, vibrational frequency range, all right? We believe that the pet goes to Rainbow Bridge, has an animal afterlife for a while, and then turns around and comes back. Now, one of the questions I'm going to insert in here that we have a lot of, and I really, all of those of you who are listening out there, we have a group on Facebook, or I have a group on Facebook called Animal Reincarnation, everything you always want to know about afterlife and death. And we've got about 29,000 members from all over the world. We have team leaders who represent the countries. We have teams who speak in various languages. We have a Portuguese team, a Spanish team, a French team. So you can come and join our group and communicate in your native language because we're here to help heal hearts all over the world. And that's what we're putting into place. We also have Facebook pages in various languages so that you can come through those portals into our animal reincarnation group. And in our animal reincarnation group, we discuss animal afterlife, orbs in pictures, spirit guides, signs, and every question that you ever wanted to ask in your heart about pet loss, the events surrounding your pet's death, has he been with you in a past life? Is he going to be with you in a future life? What's his purpose in your life? So, as they say, come on down and join us on our Animal Reincarnation group on Facebook. Now, I make all of my major announcements on my Brent Atwater Pet Loss Facebook page. Love to have you come over there and like that. That's where I put the events and where you can meet us and where you can come see and listen to us. And I post the Pet Life radio shows there. We also have a pet reincarnation blog where we put true stories. And if you have a story about your reincarnated pet, send it to Brent at PetLifeRadio.com and we'll put it up on our blog and you can inspire everyone around the world to hear your story and know that pet reincarnation is real. So go to our pet reincarnation blog. It's www.petreincarnation.blogspot.com and you'll find lots and lots and lots of information there. Now, because a human has such a high frequency range, I personally and lots of leading animal communicators and pet psychics and interspecies communicators and intuitives really don't feel that a human would reincarnate and take an animal's biological body because it has a lower frequency. So if you've been at a higher frequency, why would you want to drop back and have a lower frequency in the evolution 
of raising your frequency. Now, you might say, because I want to. Well, okay, that's fine. Now, anytime we say anything like this, only take what resonates in your heart. But factually, when a soul has been in a body, and this is what's critical to know, factually, when a soul has been in a body that resonates to stay healthy, 68 megahertz to 72 megahertz, and that soul drops down and goes into a body that resonates at 35 megahertz to 40 some megahertz, it's not going to stay healthy because it's used to being in a higher vibrational frequency. And that's the theory behind why a pet is not your ex-husband, your old boyfriend that got killed, or a child that you lost, and other things like that. It's normally when a soul reaches a certain vibrational frequency, and this is a universal law in all of spirituality. Everyone's always trying to ascend and get to a higher vibrational level. Well, when a human has reached their higher healthy vibrational level, why would they drop back to go to a lower vibrational resonance? It'll mess up the energy. The electromagnetics won't work. Okay, so that's why. I and those who can see energy, feel energy, and the physics of it, the actual scientific physics of it, makes it highly improbable that an animal would be a person you used to know because the electromagnetic frequency of a human would not be able to work in the electromagnetic frequency of an animal body. The physics of it, it would just die off. Okay? Now... Why does your pet act like your ex or your grandmother or your father or your husband? Here's the answer. Animals can appear to behave like humans because the humans are directing the pet. It's called oversouling. It means that from heaven and from a higher frequency state, the human is telling the pet, don't get up on that sofa. Martha doesn't like you there, or you love string beans, eat the string beans that she gave you because I like string beans, and she'll think, huh, or sit at the table, or go to sleep, or lay in this chair, or look at that television show. That is being oversold by a human in a higher frequency, and a higher frequency can always oversold a lower frequency. A lower frequency does not ever have the capacity to oversoul a higher frequency. Now you're all going, what? We have to talk about the electromagnetics here because that's the physics of it. And we're trying to give you not just spiritual answers, but to give you the scientific rationale behind why a human highly evolved electromagnetic frequency would not become a lower pet frequency in a physical lower frequency body because it would extinguish and make sick the original human frequency. It would like snuff it and make it sick and unwell and therefore it couldn't stay. And that's why a pet's body can be oversold or influenced by or directed by a higher energy such as an animal. It could be done by an animal, which is its equal, or a human. Now let's go back to this. A pet can be oversold by an other animal. For instance, if Fluffy dies, then you could get a new Pekingese that would tell Muffy how to act because Fluffy is in the same electromagnetic frequency range and will explain to Muffy 
that these are the traits you want to have because mom likes it best. Now, you could have grandpa who is oversoling grandma's chihuahua and telling Jose what to do because he knows that grandma likes it and it's grandpa's way of influencing the pet so that grandma likes it and feels more home and comfortable that grandpa's looking after her. Haven't you sometimes just felt that, wow, somebody's in the room or something's in the room or there's something you just feel it and you can't describe it? Well, when you do that, you're really sensing energy around you. And when a human oversouls a pet, not only is the pet acting under the directives of the higher vibrational frequency, you're also sensing the electromagnetic frequency that you are connected to in that person's life when they were alive. And therefore, the influence over the pet is more impacting on your physical being, on your spiritual being, and on your mental being, because if you interfaced with that electromagnetic being person when they were alive, they're part of your energy field unless you have removed, released, and detached them. If you haven't removed, released, and detached them, then they're a part of the fiber of your energy field recognition. So, when Harold passes away and you buy a Cocker Spaniel and he's acting like Harold and you feel it's Harold, what you're really feeling is Harold's electromagnetic energy in your energy field, which you recognize and welcome. And the pit, which is a lower frequency, is taking direction from Harold in behaving and acting in ways that you like so that it's a sign from Harold that he's there, he completely loves you, and he's supportive of you, and he wants you to know that he's still part of your life because although your body dies, the electromagnetic frequency and the essence of your being, which is considered your life force energy, which is an electromagnetic measurable entity, never changes. In the law of physics, electromagnetics never change. They just change physical bodies, which goes back to the concept of reincarnation. So now you're probably sitting there going, what? And you're held and you're inside of yourself going, this is confusing. So let me make it real clear in closing here. Number one, yes, a cell can go all the way to a human form, which is the highest vibrational frequency. And that is considered transmigration. If you choose to embrace that, it is embraced by millions of people all over the world. Other people believe that various species, and I believe that animals, stay within their electromagnetic frequency range, which is a simply scientific physical property, and that humans stay in their frequency range, which is a scientific physics property. So, always a higher energy form can influence a lower energy form. However, if you take a higher vibrating energy form like a human and put it in a lower vibrational body, it can't exist from the sheer point of physics, which means the vibrational frequency will go so low that it can't exist there in a healthy manner. Therefore, the person who passed uses their electromagnetics to influence the lower physical body. And that's why you can say, you know, my dog sure is acting like Aunt Martha, when in fact, your dog is being oversold 
by Aunt Martha and you're feeling Aunt Martha in your energy field. And that's why that extra recognition adds to your belief that the dog might be Aunt Martha when it really isn't. It's just the electromagnetics of Aunt Martha's higher soul is influencing both your energy field for recognition and directing the lower energy field of the pet to do her bidding so that you feel that your aunt's in the room. Now, if you further want to read about this, our book, Animal Reincarnation, Everything You Always Wanted to Know About Animal Life After Death is the number one book in the world about pet loss, animal life after death, and answers, got 120 some odd pages of questions and answers. And the hope is to help heal your heart. And when death comes, people have so many questions and so many heart questions. And you just don't know how many emails I get every day from around the world going, you know, I believe in this, but I can't say it out loud because people think I'm crazy. Well, you're not. It's just that this is coming into the world and more and more people are asking about it. And if you want to feel really a part of something and you want to go through this with somebody who understands, join our Facebook group. We're 29,000 plus strong all over the world. We're here for you. You don't have to go through pet death alone. We have teams 24-7 in multiple languages to help answer your questions. The book, Animal Reincarnation, Everything You Want to Know, is being translated and be in 10 languages by the end of the year. So you'll be able to answer all your questions. Thank you so much for being with us today. We hope you'll join us on Facebook. We hope you'll join our Facebook group. We hope you'll look at our pages on Return from Rainbow Bridge and our Return from Rainbow Bridge videos on YouTube. All of this is to let you know that you're not alone, that we get it. And we're there for you to support you through this and give you hope because that's what's important is having hope. This is real. And our Pet Reincarnation blog has all sorts of stories that say it's real. So I look forward to seeing you next week. If you have any ideas or questions, again, email us at Brent at PetLifeRadio.com. Or if you have any suggestions for further shows, let us know. We'll look forward to seeing you and helping your heart heal. Bye-bye. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.